of this can't be life podcast i am your host Kay the rebel and for anybody that is new here this podcast is a place where i speak my thoughts opinions and perspectives unapologetically if you want to reach me on my personal page it is at k the rebel on instagram and the podcast page is tcbl podcasts if you need to send me an email, the email address is this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. Um, I notice as I've been checking kind of my stats, which I just do because I kind of like to get a feel of, you know, what my listeners or audience, you know, prefers or what you guys like. And um, Thank you, thank you so much for, I guess, the recent increase in plays for Stop Trying to Change Folks. Um, it makes me feel good when I know that some people definitely um, can relate and that even as, um, you know, my tenure with being a podcast continues, just knowing that something that I may have spoken about maybe six months ago, you know, still could apply to someone presently. I also appreciate the feedback that I got about me and the segment, The Purge, which again, if you're new here, um, it was just basically me reinventing um, the freestyles. And I definitely look forward to um, recording um, a, uh, another uh, The Purge. Um, I haven't really talked about, I guess, hot topics too much. I mean, last week I did with the whole Will and Jada situation, a.k.a. entanglement. But um, this week, very, very briefly, I just want to say that, um, you know, Nick Cannon and this whole being blackballed due to his, you know, association with Minister Louis Farrakhan, as well as, I guess, some comments that he may have made, um, you know, that could have been perceived as... Um, offensive or racist or anti-Semitic or all this other stuff that people are talking about. I'm not going to get too much into that, but I will say that I am proud of him for taking a stand and being true to himself and what he believes in, and I don't think that this is the end for him. If anything, it is the beginning, and he is setting the tone or maybe an inspiration to so many people who have a voice that they allowed to be shielded or um, to fall on deaf ears and you're not being card or you're not being making a difference. And even when somebody's trying to block your blessing doesn't mean that it should stop you from your journey and whatever your mission is here on earth. So salute to that um, black king right there. This week's episode, um, 
it's about brokenness, um, being broken. And I just realized that, you know, especially now that being in my 30s and, you know, I'm a little bit more seasoned, more experienced, more wise. And when I look at, like, some of the behavior or things that I see other, you know, like, peers in my age group do, I'm just be looking like, who hurt you? And, I mean, I know that's supposed to be, like, a joke, but um, I do realize that hurt people hurt people. I mean, it's it's a saying that it's, it's, it's so simple, but still yet very, very complex and so many layers to it. And that's what really inspired this week's episode. Um, this is not an actual statistic, but this is just something that I kind of believe um, from myself. And I just feel like there are like one out of five people that's broken, whether they're aware of it or not. Um, and I think that brokenness, as I was just saying that, yes, the hurt people, you know, hurt people, or this one is toxic, or this one's got bad energy and all this other stuff. However, um, again, broke, being broken or brokenness has like layers to it in my, in my opinion, and so I did do a little bit of um, research on it. And just by simply looking at the definition of brokenness, um, there was a couple of different meanings in, to it that I thought were, like, perfect. And um, the first one was brokenness obviously comes from or, or originates from having been violated. Um, the second one is incomplete you know having some some feelings of of you know not being complete within your life um a third one is being in a state of disarray and disordered uh, number four is weakened and infirmed number five is being crushed by grief which causes you to be broken um six is being financially ruined and the seventh one is just not being able to function and just completely out of order. I personally don't think that when you are broken um, or brokenness in general, it's not a, a permanent thing. It's not like some type of life sentence, you know, some of us have moments of brokenness I think that we were able to overcome and it's because when we're accountable and we recognize that maybe I don't have it all together or maybe who or what I'm tripping off of ain't even really the issue and that the issue really lies within and with myself you know um also you're lucky if you are one of the very few people who can make that assessment on your own However, there are people who have someone, you know, or a group of people in their corner who can help assist you with putting back together your broken pieces when you are broken or in those moments of, of, of brokenness. But, you know, the crazy thing about broken people is that they're drawn to those who resemble them. You know, that, that, that dark side or that, 
you know, shade of gray or whatever. You know, they, they mirror each other, I feel broken people do. Um, and I think they're more, they're more receptive to, to each other. Sometimes they, they can run in packs, and I think it's because they're basically partners in brokenhood, like, seriously. Um, I also feel like broken people usually find those with mental and emotional stability to kind of be a threat. Like, when you have it, I guess, you or you don't have it all together. How do I want to word it? Like, when you appear to be mentally and emotionally healthy to someone that is broken, like their issue with you is that, okay, maybe you think you're perfect or maybe she thinks that she's a know-her-all or, um, yeah, or it's one of those woe is me approaches like, oh, yeah, but you don't have it like me or you don't know what it feels like or this, that, and the other. You know, I've kind of noticed that. Um the thing about being broken um, is that not everyone is willing to admit that they've, they have been there before or that they could currently be there. And that's basically bullshit to me in all cap only because like no one can make it through this life avoiding being broken at least once or twice. I mean, we've got plenty of external factors that contribute to our internal struggles broken friendships broken dreams a broken heart you know um and the thing is is that you know i think i saw a quote somewhere when i was looking for quotes um you know sometimes i go on google images and try to look oh what kind of quote could i use and the one that i liked and it didn't say who the author was but it was like we all have broken pieces, some more identifiably broken than others. And that is so true because there are some people out there that, oh my gosh, it just shows, it, it, it resonates within themselves and definitely just like splatters out onto other people. And, it, and it, it's, it's a lot. Now me on the, um, the other hand, I would have to say that in my moments of, of brokenness, I don't think that anyone knew or could tell that I was broken because I don't I don't think that um I I behaved in a way or or I deflected or 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 projected onto other people because I had the the mental strength and capability to to channel my emotions and moments of of being broken. And you know, essentially it's like being broken takes on like so many different forms. I mean, there's, there's emptiness. I mean, there, there's like um, an increased amount of anxiety. There's bitterness. There could be depression. Some people turn to, to, to addictions. I don't know whether it's drug, alcohol, shopping, gambling, whatever. Um, there's usually this sense of shame. You know, people are ashamed. And then there's also, I feel like, people who put on this perfectionist persona and like their life just is free of any error those people are broken because all of that is just a facade to cover up something else that could be going on you know and um i guess you know with me when you listen to to this podcast you know i've always been very transparent about 
everything, my my positive moments, the negative ones, highs, lows, like whatever. Like I, I bear all on here because I am me unapologetically. And I figured that when I was listing like all those different origins of what could result in someone being broken, that I just figure I, I want to go down a few of them and I want to be honest today on the mic. And um, having been violated has definitely contributed to moments of me feeling broken. I think, you know, in the past, I have felt violated several times, especially when I allowed people to be in my life and they were disloyal and untrue to me, whether it was um, a, fr a friend or um, some type of romantic relationship. And um, another one, a uh, form of what I felt to be a violation to me is... Um, and, and caused me to feel a little bit broken or shattered was when I had mishaps like in my life or or those low points and there were people who like talked about me like a dog and like they wanted to see me fail or wanted me to 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 kind of take a loss and you know that kind of stuff hurts you it, it fucks with you I mean I am a firm believer of strength and um you know not letting critics you know, dictate who, who you are. Only you can determine who you are or represent what, what you're really about. It's, it's, it's no one else's job to try to tell your story, you know, about, about your life. It just isn't. But, um, yeah, I, I, when I was, was in instances like that, you know, um, I did, I, I most definitely felt broken, um, incomplete, um, I've definitely had, um, I would say, in in my um, adult life, um, I've probably felt uh, incomplete uh, twice. And I know in early, early, like, throwback episodes, which would be um, channel your focus. I think I talked about that and that was like when I struggled with finding myself and how I kept feeling like something was missing and that's what like made me up and move to Arizona which is the place where I did find myself and really get in touch with who the hell I was and um, I guess in my most recent um, uh, years of, of adulthood the time that I felt a sense of brokenness in my life due to me feeling incomplete and I guess I was feeling incomplete because I was um, separated from my husband briefly and even though you know I had those moments and I think it's just because I'm so headstrong I felt like oh you know just fuck it like if this marriage isn't gonna work then you know just fuck it whatever but I think what made me want to keep going going find that extra fight or that to to want to get in the ring and 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 duke it out with him or whatever it to, is because I I couldn't necessarily see myself without him and and that that broke me you know a bit so it was like okay well if I'm gonna put my pieces back together that would be uh doing the work to work on my marriage because um I'm committed uh, to him in this for the long call. Take my vows very seriously.
another one, I guess, or origin regarding unbrokenness that I can absolutely relate to was um, disarray and, and, and disorder. Um, I would say that that was pretty much my life in a nutshell before I found myself. Well, became serious about finding myself. Um, I had a lot of misplaced anger, probably I would say in like my early 20s. And, and not only in addition to the misplaced anger, there was definitely some resentment and bitterness there. I mean, I knew that I was struggling and I was angry. I definitely had some toxic traits and toxic behavior. And, you know, all of that was really a cry for help. It was. And like what stinks so, so much about, about broken people now that I, because I've been there before. And when I look at somebody else that is, um, kind of struggling obviously with the anger and the toxic behavior and all this stuff I just be like wow this is them crying for help and um hopefully someone will stop and and can recognize that that's a cry for help and try to you know help that person put put all their pieces back together because clearly they are broken um you know it's just like, <laughs> yeah, and when you're in, you know, when you're in disarray and, and, and you're, in, you're in disorder, there's really no way that you can truly maintain healthy relationships with other people. I mean, sometimes it even goes as far as whether it's your relationships um, your, with, with family members, whether it's your child or, or a parent or, or a sibling, you know. Um, another origin of brokenness, um, that I definitely can relate to would be being crushed by grief. I will say this, that, um, I am grateful that I have yet to experience, um, grief caused by death. So I can't really talk about that, but I most certainly know that there are plenty of people who have felt this sense of, of, of brokenness or yeah, or were broken due to, you know, ha having a loved one no longer be here on earth. But most of my grief has come from, I've, I've grieved people that are still living. Like um, times that I probably felt um, broken or like shattered and my pieces weren't together is, um, was due to like loss of friendships or relationships. And also believe it or not, career wise, like, I think that's probably the biggest one at the top of the list. And um, it's because, like, I've lost two jobs that I've actually loved. And those things crushed me, like, whether anyone knew it or not. Like, it's, it's, it's a whole different ballpark when you feel like you have a job versus a career. And for me, I feel like a job is something that you do because it's simply a paycheck and to pay the bills. It doesn't necessarily give you that rewarding feeling. It doesn't make you feel like you're making a difference. It doesn't make you feel like you have a purpose. And so the first job that I ever had like that was when I was an instructor at Everest Institute. Like I could probably say when I worked there within the two and a half years that I did work there that I only recall calling out maybe like two or three times and it was because I was really 
really sick or or it was something like what my daughter because this was before my son was born but I loved going to work I loved it so much like I could be on vacation and take my work with me like I would let my students know that I was available to them no matter where I was in the world and no matter what I was doing like that's how much I loved it um and then obviously you know Everest um was shut down um you know due to I'm sure people saw it with the investigation with the attorney general and all the scamming supposedly with student loans so yeah that was a mishap so you know um it took me a while to get back to that place. And the next job that I had that I felt was a career and that I loved was when I was a lead um, supervisor. And I loved that job. And I'm going to tell you the things that I loved about that job as well was I just, I felt valued and respected as 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 an employee like I was under the wing of somebody that really mentored me and helped me to become a better leader or to, or or made me see the difference between the way that I led in a classroom was going to be completely different from the way that I led when I was you know responsible for delegating to um, a number of employees um, I like the fact that I, I, I had great working relationships with people they respected me as their their leader I never micromanaged them and I dealt with them as individuals I was empathetic towards them you know didn't make it seem like I was just some big shot or this that and that it was it was really never like that but um yeah with that uh the company went through an acquisition and um of course they got rid of some people and and there there I was um you know so that really bothered me and that was actually recent and that did make me feel some type of brokenness but you know I was I was able to overcome it you know things things happen you know it it is it is what it is I guess now I will go into the final origin of brokenness that I felt that I could relate to and that's being financially ruined and I'm gonna just keep it 100% real I mean I know there's like rappers and stuff that make like these punchlines and shit about being broke and, and shit like that and I am nowhere near wealthy or rich but what I will tell you about me and as far as income is that being broke is super uncomfortable for me and it's somewhere that I try to stay far away from. And the times that I've had been there, I like get super depressed and definitely it leads to brokenness. Like I can't stand being without. I, I it's, it's just, it doesn't work for me. I don't know how people can do it. Like, you know, there are some people who will be like, oh yeah, I just kind of live from paycheck to paycheck and I'm not able to do this or I'm not able to go on a trip or I'm not able to do this. I'm sorry, I cannot live a life like that. I'm not trying to judge anybody. And again, I don't have all this money, but what I do is I make sure that I'm at least financially secure, that I can keep my head above water. I strive to do that. I don't, like, I, I just can't. Um, like, I can't even concentrate on, on anything, like, if I'm broke. And I think, like, 
one of those things like I've had some moments in my life where I felt like oh my gosh I'm like so broke like I'm stinking like Joe Jenkins and at that point I was like I made sure that I always manifest I always make sure I'm in tune with the universe and make sure that money is 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 drawn to me one way or another like I just I just I will not claim a broke that is just something that I will never do because I mean it's 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 funny um you know and ironic when you talk about brokenness but it's like I I can't I don't I don't want those two to be in line with each other that my my inner being or 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 I'm feeling like I'm depleted internally and then I'm also depleted financially like that is is like one of the worst places to be and if you're that kind of broken that's just a whole different level of it I mean yeah it just it just is and as much as you know some people say that you know money doesn't doesn't make 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 people uh people happy and no it it will not bring 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 happiness but a damn sure will make you content or give you happy moments uh that that i know factually but um there really isn't much more that i can probably say in relation to this episode but i really do hope that anybody that is listening to this that if you are having a moment of of brokenness or maybe you've been broken for a long time i genuinely and wholeheartedly wish you well with putting all your pieces back together and repairing yourself and nursing yourself back to mental and emotional um health and and well-being um as no one no one should have to feel like they're they're broken for an extended period of time you know just try to push push forward um be open to to change be open like whatever it is that you feel that you're that you're lacking or you feel that you're in need just keep manifesting keep seeing yourself self there no matter how many like punches that life throws at you you know just make sure that you always um just get back up because more of the story is you can't beat the person who never gives up and um that's my time peace <laughs>